Welcome to, we are up to episode six of the podcast, Threads of the Sun. My name is Yosha Layton. I'm your host. This is a storytelling podcast focused on self-empowerment and the authentic journey within. It's about cultivating the courage to live a life led with our heart, a life more connected to our creativity, to ourselves, to nature, and to the collective. I truly hope it inspires you. So this is my first podcast in a few months, you guys. It's so good to be back. I'm almost like, how do I do this again? Um, But I've got a beautiful, beautiful episode for you guys today. It's so nice to be sharing again and speaking again. Um, Today we are joined by the beautiful Von Dove. So Von is an incredible artist and she creates paintings and ink works that speak to the human experience. Her work is deeply soul-connected and spiritual, often depicting human figures juxtaposed with earthy elements and incredible symbols. There's also a very strong connection to nature in her work, to healing, and to the sacred ways. Vaughn is also an intentional tattooist, focused on creating ritual and ceremony for personal transformation with her clients, and she is also the co-founder of a group of artists, a native collective. She's, yeah, basically just an incredibly beautiful and wise woman. Vaughn and I actually live together now, and yeah, she's just become such a dear sister to me. So yeah, we had a lot of fun recording this episode. And over the over the hour of this episode, we cover um, all things art and creativity, um, traveling and the life of an artist whilst creating on the road, because that was a big part of both Von and I's life for a very long time. Um, we also speak about what keeps us motivated and inspired during isolation and lockdown and the incredible transformative power of intention, ceremony and ritual. So we cover a lot, we get really deep. I think it will speak to a lot of you and yeah, I really do hope that you enjoy it. So before we get stuck into the episode, I do have um, an exciting announcement to share with you. So Vaughn has very generously donated one of her brand new pieces of artwork to give away to one of the members within my Patreon community. So it's an incredible piece. If you're familiar with Vaughn's work, it's one of her amazing ink line works. I actually have it sitting here in front of me right now. Um, it's beautiful. It's a big A3 print and it's got that beautiful like earthy um, kind of textured background with the contrast of, the, of this dark um, line work of this gorgeous face of this woman this goddess kind of woman and she's got all these kind of intricacies going on in her hair and it kind of depicts the the feminine archetype in her many states and her many expressions and her many devotions and 
yeah, obviously I can't, I can't really, I feel like if I just describe it, you kind of just have to see it obviously, but I'll be posting it on my Instagram story and I'll be sharing it on my Patreon page as well. There's many, many layers and you can get a little bit lost in it. It's a really beautiful piece and it's one of her, um, her brand new pieces. So it's a big A3 print, which will be signed and sent out to one of you. And the winner will be drawn on the 31st of September. So if you would like to be in the draw for that, make sure you head over to my Patreon page and join the community over there, join the membership um, before the end of the month to be in the draw. Which brings me on to my final point before we get stuck into the episode um, is I have also just relaunched my Patreon page at the beginning of this month with some beautiful brand new offerings that I feel so solid and grounded and committed to. Um, it's been such a beautiful joy seeing that flourish over the past three weeks. And yeah, it's an online exclusive community that I'm offering for a very, very, very affordable price every month. Um, just so you know, I'm still going to be offering this podcast to the general public, but at the end of each episode, we'll be going into some more intimate questions with each guest that I'll be sharing exclusively on my Patreon page. So if you'd like to hear what those questions are that I'll be asking Vaughn, make sure you do tune in until the very end of this episode. And if you'd like to find out a little bit more about exactly what I'm offering within my new Patreon membership and all of the beautiful things that are going on in that space, then I'll leave my Patreon um, link in the show notes below so you can go and check that out. So without further ado, let's um, begin this beautiful episode. All right, welcome everybody. I'm so excited to be recording this today. Um, just before we begin, I would just like to acknowledge the original custodians of the land that we are currently on. I'd like to pay my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, to all of the elders past, present and emerging. So, I am sitting here <laughs> in front of my beautiful friend, sister and housemate, Vaughn. We're sitting downstairs in the communal area of our beautiful home. Um, we've just lit some candles, we've got some incense burning, we've got some of Vaughn's painting sitting next to us with some more candles, we've got some beautiful <laughs> ambience going on downstairs and yeah, we've been waiting to do this podcast basically since I moved into this house mm-hmm. like four or five months ago, so mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be recording this today with you, Vaughn. It's such an honour to have you as a guest and yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Josh. it's such a pleasure to be here. Mm, amazing. I can't wait to dive in and get juicy because I know we've got a lot to talk about. Um, but yeah, just before we get really stuck in, I'd just like to, yeah, take a moment to really just drop in with you and invite anyone who is also at home to, if, if, if it's accessible to you to, yeah, just close down the eyes and I just want to take a nice deep collective breath together because I think that would be a beautiful way to begin. So, yeah, just closing down the eyes and dropping into the body and, yeah, just really feeling the weight of the body on the earth. And just taking a nice deep breath in and out.
Mm. Thank you, Yosh. That's beautiful. Oh, pleasure. Yeah, I'd just like to, yeah, open up this this beautiful container with you and, yeah, just call in some real heart-centered vulnerability and just to create a really safe space for us to dive into some dialogue. So I just wanted to begin like that. Is there anything else you, that you want to add in or share? Or No, I'm feeling good. You're feeling yeah. good? Yeah, I'm ready to share. Sometimes it's all you need, hey, just to take a nice slow breath. Mm, 100%. Yeah, come back home to the body. Beautiful. All right. So, yeah, before we get like, before we dive into speaking about all things art and creativity, because I know there's so much to speak about there, but can you just share a little bit about your upbringing and your background just to give people an idea who maybe don't know you? Mm, yeah, sure. So... Hmm. I was raised out in a cute little town in southeast Gippsland, Victoria, Australia. Um, little town of Yarram. Mm-hmm. My um, my parents immigrated to Australia in the sixties. They're from the Netherlands, so I have pure Dutch blood. And yeah, it was really beautiful to grow up out there. Um, me and my sister and my younger brother. Um. Yeah, I lived there until I was 18 and then moved up to Melbourne to go to university, studied visual communication design. Um, I really loved going to uni and I loved the course, but after trying to work in that field for a little while, I realized that me and computers don't really go together that well. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so then I saved up some money and started traveling and then I... Yeah, I traveled around the world for close to five years. Mm. Yeah, and that was that was a really, really fun time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, and I suppose that is, yeah, that's really condensed. But yeah. after those years of travel, I've decided that I need to situate myself and slow down a little bit. So I've come back to Australia and that's just the last, what, eight months that I've, mm. I've been here and I'm actually like, yeah, renting a gorgeous little house out in Hurstbridge with mm-hmm. you, Yosha, mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah. a couple of other beautiful people. Yeah, some beautiful souls. So, yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's a bit of background. Yeah, I think like I just resonate, obviously, we've, yeah, we know we've just lived really similar experiences in that sense of, mm. yeah, travelled and traveled for a long period of time and, and, you know, kind of created a living off our art and then kind of moved to Melbourne and then settled down and grounded down. I guess I, I did that at the beginning of last year. I started doing that at the beginning of last year. And then right. you started doing that at the beginning of this year. And yeah. yeah, I think there's just so much resonance in that, um, in our story there. Yeah. So I remember when I first actually came across your work was when I was living in a little sublet for a month in um, my friend's um, house in Heidelberg. And I remember I went into my friend Osha's room and I saw she had one of your prints hanging up on her wall. <laughs> and that was when I first saw your, your work. It was the beginning of last year, I think. And I remember just looking at it and I was like, what? Who is this? <laughs> and she was like, oh, it's this chick Von Dove, like da 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 and kind of rattled off some stuff about you. And I think I then found you on Instagram and started following you and then I just started seeing your art like pop up everywhere kind of in the community in Melbourne and then um, yeah we kind of created this little like Instagram friendship and then 
we randomly bumped into each other at this random house party and we shared a cigarette on the back steps for like 20 minutes, I think. The Velvet Underground party. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went to New Zealand for a couple of... A couple of months when I was living in that tiny little cabin and then you messaged me when I was there and then it just worked out that I was moving out of my house and you were looking for a new housemate and you just started this house and then... You were it. (laughs) Yeah. And we didn't even know each other. And I think, Mm. yeah, there was just so much trust that played out into that. And yeah, I think there was just so much resonance between our life stories and our journeys. And anyway, it's led us here to living together. Mm. I definitely feel like... Your uh, year when you stopped traveling so much and came back to Melbourne, Mm. that was last year for you. And now I'm going through that myself and I've just decided to stop and live and just, yeah, stay put for a while. And And it's been interesting actually like me witnessing parts of your journey over the past like four or five months and things that are coming up for you. I'm like, whoa, I totally went through that exact process last year. So. It's quite nice that we have each other in that space, like have that reflection and that support. Um, yeah. 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 I've, I've talked to a lot of travellers and there is this – travelling is one whole journey, but the next journey is coming home. Oh, and there's a lot of other similar experiences and things that come up. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who's probably travelled a lot can probably relate to that. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously we've been, yeah, also it's been COVID and lockdown while we've been here. So we've been spending a lot of time together at home. So (laughs) I obviously know your story quite intimately. Um, But for everyone listening out there, like, can you just share a little bit about what your journey as an artist has looked like? Um, Obviously, I know that travel has been quite a prominent part of your life. And um, that's obviously provided a lot of inspiration and was was a huge source of inspiration for your art and creating your art. But Yeah, just sharing a little bit more in depth about your journey as an artist and where it began and how it kind of brought you to to Mm. where you are now. Yeah, I suppose when I was telling a little bit of backstory before, I didn't even touch on art at all, but Mm. that was also just another layer that was a big part of, yeah, my whole life. I've always been a very creative person and um, I remember even being a really little girl even in in kindergarten. Mm. This is, yeah, I I like this little story. My mum picked me up from kinder one day and um, the teachers said to my mum, your daughter is going to be an artist. So much confidence in this woman, you know, like how, what makes you say that? And um, she said she just runs straight for the easels. She just can't get enough of the paint and creative sort of part of the little kinder. And I was always there and yeah, there's a lot of photos of me when I was a, when a ki- when I was a kid with like a paintbrush in my hand or I was drawing and scribbling on anything I could find and yeah, it's just it's always been a part of me. Mm. Um, and I'm really really thankful and grateful to my parents because they encouraged me and really supported me in that. They always they just put art supplies in front of me mm. all the time and they saw that I had a passion for it for yeah, mm. since the beginning. So I was yeah, sort of just caressed into it. Um, and then, yeah, it was always very arty in school and in primary school and high school. And I think I was, it was 15, 15 years old when I started painting portraits. And the first portrait that I painted was my dad. Um, he was sitting and watching the cricket. Classic. <laughs> for, um yeah for hours and he just tried to sit in the same position. Mm. doesn't really work, honestly, just sitting for someone still like that. But 
Um, I ended up, yeah, following that and and painting um, from photographs that people would send me. And yeah, I I became a a portrait painter for for twelve years. I did that. Wow. Um, and I really really loved the challenge. I love like uh, creating the the realness to replicate the portrait or sorry to replicate the photo mm-hmm. um after many years of doing that it just wasn't satisfying me anymore mm. and um yeah so I decided to that was when I went to university and decided to to study communication design uh, which is uh being a graphic designer and there was just so much computers and I was really motivated to finish the course, but it was computers, computers, computers. And I always lent into like this drawing and sketching side of it. But when I started to work in the field, um, I just, I hated it. I really didn't like it. I felt like I was getting these square eyes and just the body was like, I was a heebie-jeebies just sitting in front of the computer for hours and hours a day. And yeah, like it wasn't my thing. And I think at that age, I wasn't really in myself enough to know like, this is not for you, girl. Like, what are you doing? Um, so I just, yeah, I eased myself out of it. I got fired actually from one of my jobs. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Why? Why uh, did you get fired? I just, I, I guess I just wasn't um, creating the the content that they needed. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I remember feeling really, really blocked as well. Like, Yeah, right. Yeah, antsy and sort of anxious about doing the work. and It just wasn't your calling maybe. It wasn't my calling, yeah. no, <laughs> definitely not. And sometimes you have to do that, hey, just find out what, what know, doesn't work. What doesn't work for 100%. Yeah. Follow it. But I guess I was trying to channel my creativity into a profession that would financially support me and – yeah, it just, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So then I began traveling. I saved up a bunch of money and I was like, you know, fam, I'm going. I don't expect me back for three years. <laughs> um, I need to go and just be a gypsy and forget about all these expectations and what I'm doing and who I am. Like, I don't know who that is. And oh, yeah. I so resonate with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would encourage... I will encourage my children to travel at that age. Like there needs to be that self-discovery. And mm. I went off and, yeah, I remember before I left telling a bunch of my friends, like, I think I'm going to give this art thing a go. I'm going to give it a crack. And I'm so passionate about it. And, you know, yeah, I was ready to just to just try. Mm. Um, so then I was traveling and simultaneously having quite a spiritual um, opening to my view of the world feeling like the interconnectedness of the things and and yeah like the synchronicity um was just leading me along and Mm. I was opening up and at some point I decided I'm going to try to relay these feelings and senses and experiences through my art and I actually hadn't painted in a long time since before uni Mm. um and when I started painting again I just sort of like I was quite shocked with what came out. Some of my first visionary paintings were like kind of explosions of colour with these portraits and like, oh, yeah, it was a lot coming out of me. And then I just followed that and followed that and, yeah, journeying across the world, being completely inspired by the world and these Mm. faces and these places and, um, yeah, it just... 
it just opened me up so much and I really discovered a pathway that felt really right for me, you know. Mm. Um, I still wasn't like selling my, my, my art or anything like that. I was just making it and um, I was making murals. Mm. Uh, that was That's a really, really fun, fun thing. Um, just finding walls in these beautiful countries like India and all through Southeast Asia and yeah. Do you want to tell people where you, where you travelled to? Just yeah, in a in a nutshell, like yeah, the places sure. that you went. Yeah, so I started in Indonesia, Malaysia, um, Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, the Middle East, uh, Egypt, Palestine, Israel, um, Jordan, Turkey, all through Europe. You know. Yep, Germany, France, um, ah, all of Europe, Portugal, oh my God, Portugal, Spain, mm. um, then over to the States, then I was in California, New York, um, wow. and I tried to get to South America three times now. I did get to uh, Guatemala for three weeks and then came back to Australia, Mongolia, Mongolia, I would, we could do a whole oh, podcast from Mongolia. Fon's got some crazy stories from Mongolia, everyone. We, we might have to do another podcast I about think that. we will. <laughs> On your crazy horseback adventure. But yeah, yeah. horseback. Okay. Yeah, Mongolia. Yeah, just for the listeners, I guess three months on horseback through Mongolia mm. was the most, yeah, mind-boggling experience of my life. Um, yeah, and while I was doing this, just like, you know, journals paintbrushes all that like jammed into my backpack and making art as I went and yeah, yeah I was gonna ask you that um like how, how was that experience like creating art on the road because I know I've 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 done that in the past um living on <laughs> boats and sailing and also just living out of my backpack and it's it's a fucking mission you're like you're so limited with space let alone like trying to carry like a canvas or like paints or any of that. So like, how, how was that for you? How did you, how did you manage to do that? And what did that look like? Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose when you have a passion for something, you just, you just make it work, you know? Um, I had all the paints that I needed in these like small tubes that I could fit in my bag and, um, all my paint brushes and I rolled my canvases up, like quite big canvases up in my yoga mat and strapped it to the side of my bag. Oh, amazing. Um, and yeah. And then I really loved the mural painting cause that was like, yeah. Oh my God. Like waking up one day and just saying, all right, I'm going to paint a mural mm. and just going out, finding a wall, making a design, finding a local paint shop, buying some supplies and just obviously asking permission of the person there because um, I work slowly, I'm not going to do the whole quick hustle thing um, and making these murals. And that was really what I was living for while I was traveling. So, yeah, I guess that was the travel. And then as I was going um, through Europe, I actually decided to start tattooing and that became a part of my journey as well. I was creating these um, ink line works for many years, like just trying to get a style built up and a toolbox of like elements that I could just keep bringing into the art. And when I was quite confident in that, yeah, I just started very simple and doing these little hand poke tattoos. Um, and now that I guess is also something that I've been feeding and nurturing and um, yeah, to sort of bring that all together. Now I am, making visionary paintings. I'm making these line works um, with just like a single uh, sepia ink on a nice creamy paper. And that's sort of like these two different things that I'm doing and then simultaneously offering tattoo. 
and yeah just and murals when I can so I, mm. I paint I also paint vans you know I love painting the vans oh, you do a bit of everything yeah anything I can get my hands on and I've just started painting on wood as well and I it just keeps going you know it's just it's mm. ever evolving but Oh, so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. And I do I do want to talk to you a little bit more about your um your tattoo ceremonies and that sort of thing, which we'll get later on into the podcast. But sure. um yeah, I really resonate also just like with your whole journey and with your whole story and I just your art is so beautiful. I think it's it's so earthy, it speaks to, you know, so much within the soul and so much within the human experience and yeah, I think it also just resonates with a lot of people who see it, obviously. Yeah, also, I think it's really interesting, you know, moving from in your journey when you moved from portraiture into then creating your own art. I mm. think, you know, that evolution um, is sort of something that can be tied to or related to in a lot of different contexts, not just within painting. You know, it's like you you started out with doing portraiture and you're doing that for what 10 12 years Mm. and it's kind of you know you're just translating what's what's on a photograph or what's on an image or what's in front of you Mm. onto the canvas Mm. and then you know moving from that into hey actually there's something more inside of me that I want to 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 bring out and convey and share and I think that that's so beautiful that there's that essence in you that you have a message to share you have something that you want to say Mm, yeah yeah Yeah, and it comes at some point it comes through you and you feel it like growing below the surface and Mm. that definitely happened to me where yeah I I feel that from a young age I could I could convey I don't know. I've I've thought about it. Maybe it's my Virgo mind, but is it just hand-eye coordination that I can look at it, look at a thing, and then sketch it and get the proportions and all of that right? Like that's one thing. But where's the actual inspiration and the soul of it? And it took me twelve years of painting portraits to be like, this ain't why I'm doing this. Mm. And yeah, it was it was through my spirituality that all of that. The, the purpose of making art was found. Yeah, totally. Mm. Mm. Well, that segues perfectly actually into my next question. <laughs> I want to ask you about inspiration and kind of this journey of that you've been on, you know, your whole life of kind of traveling and being out into the world and gaining a lot of inspiration through moving around and having these ever-changing landscapes and these new cultures and just gaining so much inspiration every day out of a a brand new horizon Mm. I'm interested to know because I know it's been an interesting journey for me as well just in a different context but when I you know grounded and moved to Melbourne and really settled down and for you like moving here and starting Mm. in this house eight months ago for you like what where where are you finding your inspiration now like what inspires you Mm. Mm. oh such a good question. Um, I do want to share a lot about like how easy it was to create art back then, but yeah, that is a good question because now we're we're just in the in the house all day, every day, hey. <laughs> yep. um, and a part of me, while I was traveling, wanted to just be able to ground so that I could make art and could have an easel and could have big canvases that are stretched and ready to go, and yeah, all of this, but. Um, I suppose as much as travel inspired my, 
um, my art, I do actually feel that what I'm trying to convey now through my art is more about the evolution of humanity and the human experience. And I don't need to be traveling for that. It's more internal just as this time is and I can always pull out the inspiration folders and the photo books and and pull together these line works um it's it's hard to describe my art Mm. in words for people who haven't seen it but Mm. um yeah it's I can always do that but it doesn't feel like really rich in purpose to just make beautiful art I want to make meaningful art mm. that is communicating what's going on inside of me. And as I do that and try to do it, it still definitely feels like a challenge. Hearing other people relay back to me what the artwork is about and and then it's being pretty close to what I was trying to convey is like such a fucking amazing feeling. Mm. And I guess my inspiration instead of being a more visual thing is now what I feel when I go inward and I I drop in with myself and, and my processes. Yeah. Does that answer your question? hundred percent. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's, yeah, probably speaks to many of us out there, you know, whether we're painting or not to whatever we're doing in the world. I think it's such a time for introspection. And I've spoken about this on many of my other podcast episodes, just, yeah, how much this, this time of COVID and lockdown and just the state of the world right now is really forcing us to go within. Mm. So yeah, thank you for sharing that beautiful reflection. Um, Yeah, I really connect to that too. And I think it's such a natural progression and evolution of you know leaving the nest going on this journey of self-discovery however long that takes and then it's almost like this returning back to self Mm. or returning back to home in Mm. whatever whatever way that looks like for you Mm -hmm. um I know for myself yeah when I was sailing and traveling for seven eight years um it was yeah it was so easy to to whip out the camera and to film every day was a new adventure there was something around every corner there were new people this that boom 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 and everything's so fucking photogenic oh everything's so beautiful and exciting and sparkly and yeah yeah it's just so easy to document Mm. and it just was yeah so natural to edit videos put them together put them up on youtube and i was just documenting what i was doing there was no real like um I don't want to say thought because there was definitely thought into it, but it was just, it was Mm. a part of what I was doing organically. Yeah. And yeah, it's been, I guess, yeah, for me, like moving to Melbourne and really grounding and settling in, it's, you know, all of a sudden I'm living in a house and I'm in a suburb and I'm in a city and I don't have this changing backdrop and changing scenery. And I had a really hard time, you know, being like, what do I make content about? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. Um, And it would have been so easy for me to just pack up my bags and leave again, but I didn't want to do that. Mm. I really forced myself, well, not forced myself, but, you know, really committed to my path of wanting to ground and go within, even though it was fucking hard. I had a lot of shit to process. 
at yep. a lot of stuff to process. Yeah. As I'm sure you can like Oh my God, relate. it's the same story for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I just connect with that a lot as well um, about that journey of like, yeah, s- like settling in somewhere and going within and then, you know, unpacking, okay, what what is it in me that I really want to convey if yeah. it's not the worlds that I'm conveying like in the scenery around me, what is it inside? What is the message that I want to share? What is the medicine that I want to bring to the world? Mm, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. And I, f- I feel to say like when you close your eyes, you truly see. Mm. And I think that's where we have an incredible opportunity right now in this time to to ask ourselves those questions because the world has slowed down for a lot of us and there's a lot of healing. There's a lot of work that yeah. needs to be done. There's a lot of things that need to be realized. There's a lot of healing to be done. Yeah, I feel like it's slowed yeah. down in many ways, but it's also sped up in so many ways too. Everything's so much quicker, faster. It's on the internet, boom, you can see it. Everyone worldwide reaching. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's intense. A, it's a really weird like paradoxical kind of, yeah, polarizing time. Mm-hmm. So what keeps you motivated Vaughn, what gets you out of bed and in front of the canvas? Mm, another great question. You know, and I don't have this big, juicy, perfect answer that's like, <laughs> I'm always motivated. <laughs> I have been on like real ups and downs in this time um, since living in the house last six months. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I want to I wanna say that I'm always committed, but for a long time I wasn't. You know, when I first got back to Melbourne, I just needed to fucking slow down and stop. And I just, I needed to digest so much that I had just done. Um, and when I couldn't, cause I'm, I'm facilitating, uh, intentional tattoo and because I can't be tattooing right now, I suddenly lost my job there and was to be in the house for so long. And didn't know how long that was going to be. And I didn't have all this inspiration around me. And I didn't really feel like I had a purpose. It wasn't really obvious to me. And I I went through some really low times um, questioning my purpose. And, yeah, I realized that I hadn't dedicated myself to a life of service. And when I heard a few people around me saying that that's what they were doing with their lives – it really struck me and I thought I haven't, one, committed to the life of an artist. I know it very much looks like that but really rooted in in my mission and my purpose as why I'm creating art. Yeah, I think that there's this really beautiful balance between um, and I spent a lot of time trying to get this right, the balance between the masculine and the feminine energy of the, the creation. So I know we already spoke about inspiration, but inspiration is, is the feminine. It's the, it's the juice. It's the like, oh, that like amazing feeling that gets into your body where you're like, I need to do something with this. Um, and then the, the masculine is more like this, this doing this structure that let's sit in front of the canvas and actually get this stuff out of the body and into the world. Um, and of course that doesn't always happen. We're not always motivated and inspired, but um, I've kind of 
started to work in a way where I, yeah, I make it a priority. I'm going to make art. I'm going to, I'm going to make an artwork. I'm going to start a new artwork this week. And just one thing at a time, priming the canvas, setting up the space, you know, that masculine structure, and then getting into that felt sense of like, "Mm, this is juicy. I want to do this. And putting on the music that makes me really feel and lighting the incense and lighting the candles and moving my body. I've really brought movement into my practice. Mm. Um, and if yeah, I'm feeling you. like I fall, <laughs> yeah, dancing in front of the canvas before you start to paint sometimes, I'm like, what is she doing over there? I don't know what it is, but I'm it's into all it. it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, now I can see what it is. It's the balance of the two. And also just to keep me motivated, I need to have that constant thread of inspiration. So I, intentionally surround myself with people places artwork that inspires me Mm. I can just I have these folders in my computer and on my Instagram and Pinterest and stuff where I just go through and I'm like I spend 10 minutes and I'm just like all juiced up and I'm okay let's make some art you know so like virtual places right now virtual places right now virtual places yeah. yeah and um yeah, that's what that's what gets me into the flow, and then I set myself up and like you know put some energy behind it and mm, and make yeah. it art. Amazing, yeah. I think it's such a, I think it's such a common thing. Like quite often, I loved what you said about the masculine feminine balance because I think quite often a lot of the time we can be either one or the other. Like people can be really in their feminine, have all the ideas, have all the emotion, have all the the inspiration flowing through them, but lack the the structure and the self-discipline and the time management yeah or you can be the like too much of the other end where you're you're way too structured and you're way too disciplined you've got your fucking to-do list and you 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 won't divert off your to-do list and I'm way too much of my masculine I don't allow myself to just like oh I'm just gonna sit and just you know sit in front of the canvas and just see what comes out for the sake of seeing what comes out yeah like I'm like what am I painting why am I painting it okay cool (laughs) okay we're gonna tick this off the to-do list here I have to send this email and then I'm going to go do this and then I'm going to go do that and I'm way too in my masculine so yeah yeah, I really like what you said about the balance between the two I think that's really amazing yeah I'm seeing like the analogy now of like the imbalance of the masculine and feminine in the whole world you know like this capitalistic system that we're we have here it's like it's all about the structure and doing 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 and it's like what are we really honoring the the life force and the the rest and the play and the yeah the mm. guts of it all the essence of it all yeah fully and that's why we're at the moment we're seeing this you know the crumbling of the patriarchy and the rising of the of the divine feminine so much rising yeah i'm oh. seeing i'm seeing it everywhere love it love it <laughs> I'd love to segue into speaking a little bit about ceremony and the power of intention and ritual. But before we kind of get stuck into that, I'd just like to share a little bit about um, that beautiful ceremony or the, the beautiful ritual that that we had together out in the garden for my Patreon a couple of weeks ago. Mm. So, yeah, at the beginning of the month, I was 
relaunching my Patreon page. So my Patreon um, page is a, is a membership platform and I've been using um, Patreon for a number of years, um, but I was restructuring the whole space. I was bringing some new energy into it and just um, restructuring my offerings and, and what I was offering there, which was much needed. Um, but I remember a couple of days before I was um, relaunching it, I was sitting there and I think I was trying to write a post for Instagram or something to to share what it was going to be about. And I remember just feeling so fucking blocked, like so, so blocked. And you could you could sense in me like something was going on. And um, you're like, why don't you just get a big piece of paper, Yosh, and, and just write down all of the things that you want to let go of in that space? Because I think I was telling you like, oh, I'm trying to write about this beautiful new thing that I'm offering, but I'm feeling so stagnant and stuck with all of this old energy that's lingering there. And you really encouraged me and prompted me to um, to get to get it out. And I just got this wave of inspiration. I remember just grabbing this big piece of A3 paper and got a Sharpie and I was sitting in the lounge and I was like, yeah. And I like wrote down, I think it was like probably 30 words that came out, you know, yeah, like negative self-talk. Um, self-doubt, unworthiness, like just all the shit that mm. just came out on this piece of paper. And yeah, I just got this wave of inspiration to like, I cut them all out and then I was like, I'm going to fucking burn these. And you were like, yep, cool. Go outside. Let's do it in the garden. And you just like jumped on board <laughs> and you were right there next to me and you just held such beautiful space for me through this process that was so spontaneous I had no intention of doing it and I don't think I would have done that process if you hadn't have been there Mm. but we set up this beautiful like little altar um in the garden the sun was shining on us and Vaughn was like right there next to me and she opened up the space and opened up this beautiful container and she just handed the pieces of paper to me one by one and said drop into how this feels into your body and once you're ready to let it go, hold it above the candle and burn it. And one by one, we did each and every one. And then I remember sitting there at the end and looking at this bowl of ashes. And I was just like, whoa, mm. like this has been what's been running the show mm. for the past like three years. Mm. And yeah. yeah, it's just such a simple act mm. of you know, intentionally sitting down, getting really clear on what it is that we're ready to let go of, what is the skin we're ready to shed, and putting it in the fire. Mm. And, yeah, I just can't tell you how powerful that was. And then after that, you know, we did this beautiful meditation and we just really dropped into the heart space and we called in all of this fresh, new, abundant, vibrant, exciting energy. And I, I wrote down on this big piece of paper, another another piece of paper, all of these beautiful words and all of this beautiful energy that I wanted to call forth. And from that moment on, like, I've just been so grounded and committed and felt so aligned with my purpose on Patreon now and it's unlike anything it's ever been before Mm -hmm. and every single new person that comes into that space I'm just like yes thank you so much for being here I feel so excited to have each single person it feels like this massive blessing and it feels so beautifully aligned so I just want to say yeah thank you so much for holding that space for me and Yeah, I really see you as a ceremonialist and I know ceremony and ritual is super important to you. So I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about 
your relationship to ceremony and how it intersects with your art? Mm, well, yeah, it, it is a really um, important part of the way that I conduct myself and, and facilitate not only, yeah, my own work, but these tattoo spaces that I, that I guide. Yeah, I would actually really like to speak to the experience that we had in the backyard. Yeah. Um, that was so intuitively guided. I just felt like, hey, I know what's going to work with this. You know, you're, you've got mm. all this weird tension in your body and it's, it's not working. And we all feel that in some way around certain things of our lives and these old stories that we're carrying and they're like bleeding into the future of like what we're creating and we're not clear. Mm. And yeah, just witnessing you out there and yeah, taking each one of these pieces of paper and not just reading it, like you didn't, you didn't really share how much was in there, but each, you know, we started with just reading it and feeling it in your body. But in the end, you had to like breathe it out and scream it out. And there was, we got up and we were like throwing shit around and it was such an embodied thing. Mm. And it just, it brings me back into this like mind, body, spirit, you know, like the mind, you can think about something and we think about a lot of things, but when, how does it feel in the body? And I have facilitated so much healing for myself by always bringing these thoughts into my body, feeling where it is and working out how to move it out because that is healing. And the spirit as well, like what's, what's the spirit that needs to come through it? And yeah, you know, I just love seeing people transform. I want to help people Mm. to transform and it's not just creating art and witnessing it or receiving it. It's all of, it's the story and changing and creating our story. And intention is such a huge part of that. You know, you can, manifest anything that you want in your life Mm. when you get intentional about it 100 percent. the power of intention yeah totally otherwise we're just walking around blind right because we're just like expecting that everything will just happen for us and I think that's such a big thing that we've lost in our culture and in our society you know we don't have these these rituals or these ceremonies or these coming of age initiations where we're moving from one Mm -hmm. stage or one cycle of our life into the next and I think you know the work that you do in that space is so powerful and so needed in the world right now so that we can you know, really drop into that space, ground into where we are in the present moment, understand what cycle is ending, what we're ready to let go of Mm -hmm. and what we want to call in. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the power of intention. Hey, Mm. it really is magic. And it's really, I mean, it's a beautifully complex and magical, um, experience, but just that simple act of getting really clear of the intention of what we want to call in or the path that we want to go on is so so powerful and it's really bringing that like that power back into ourselves and into our body around yeah we have the power exactly like you said we have the power to manifest whatever the fuck we want Mm -hmm. yes we We just have to get really we just have to get really clear on it yeah we give so much of our power away we don't realize how powerful we are when Mm -hmm. we realize that everything that you need 
where did I hear this? I'm so sorry that I can't quote it, uh, reference it properly, but every morning before you lift your head off the pillow, remember that you have everything that you need already within you. Mm. And I say this to myself before I get up in the morning. Yeah, and I really feel that I feel the lacking of this of the rites of passage that we're that we're meant to experience throughout our lives that help us move through one thing to the next thing and let that thing go and you know let part of ourselves die so that new things can come in and yeah intention has been a long uh, yeah it's been a part of my journey for a long time mm. I remember when I first started traveling I was um, syncing up with the moon and like on the new moon I would just write I would hold a small ritual for myself and light a candle and journal about the things that I felt were like uh, problematic or like yeah causing trouble for me in my life and how I could fix that and just set like I used to start with like 10 and it, it, you just can't reach all of those things within a month. Um, but I found mm. like choosing three things for the month that you want to work on or that you want to really change or let go of and getting clear on those and referring back to it, you know, sync up with the moon every, every quarter and the full moon. And there's so much ritual that we can do around the moon cycle. Mm. So how do you feel like this practice of ceremony and ritual translates into creating your art and what does that look like like what kind of space do you create for yourself what kind of ritual do you do um Mm. when you sit in front of the canvas yeah sure um creating a yeah a really sacred space where I can go to um a place of reverence and it's just this really deep connection with myself when I'm painting in a room alone candles are burning the music's playing the incense is burning nothing else exists and it just flows you know I feel so I feel connected to such a deep part of myself and when I start a new piece of art um, I really love to get clear on my intention um it's very easy to just start creating I do have a toolbox you know I was speaking before about my portraiture and stuff and there's things that I know how to paint but it's when I have a really clear message that I want to convey um and these messages and downloads and visions can come in the middle of the night you know sometimes I wake up and it's like 2 a.m and I actually get up and create that space because when it comes through you need to honor it Mm. and yeah, like, yeah, just laying it all out and sitting before the canvas. And the first thing that I do is I write my intentions onto the canvas just with water is enough. And it's not about anyone seeing it or even knowing what that is because it's their own subjective experience to experience a piece of art, right? But for me to to get really clear on that and to, to lay that, into the piece it's it's a prayer yeah I think that's so beautiful yeah just before any paint has touched the canvas or anything you you actually just get clear on what what the intentional message is behind the piece and then you you create on top of that and then it sort of you know has this foundation for 
for what you're really calling in because otherwise, like we said before, you're kind of just going blind with it. So, Mm. yeah, that's really powerful and really beautiful. Mm, Yeah. And in that space when when I'm in that container, it's a deep sense of listening. I'm listening to what's next. I I have released. Once the intention's there, let it go and you're dancing with the painting, you know, like it will show you. And when I feel that level of connectivity to myself, there it's so easeful. You don't have to think. It's it's just flowing. It's flow state. Mm. And tapping into flow state has been yeah, a really interesting journey working out what that looks like for me. Mm. Um, it's such a fine line, hey. It's such a dance of, yeah, the balance of intention, the balance of, you know, setting up the space, creating an intention, getting really structural with it, but then also dropping into the feminine flow state. Also just when inspiration comes, it could come, like you said, come at 2 o'clock in the night. Um, mm, yeah, completely, yeah. I mean, and I don't want to paint the picture that all of my paintings are created this way. It's something that I'm really stepping into now, but I I do find that it's important to, yeah, to create that space and allow it to be, and to allow it to be a very intimate and intentional, intentional space. Yeah, beautiful. So I was wondering if you could tell us, we have this gorgeous piece of yours, your latest piece, um, it's called With You, sitting next to us, and it's been such a, a beautiful journey to witness you painting this since I've moved into this house. I think you started it, what, a couple of months before I moved in. Mm. And, yeah, watching you in the process of creating this and then releasing it to the world, I think it was maybe, what, three, four weeks ago now, and seeing how deeply it was received by your audience your global audience around the world and how it's been one of your most popular pieces to date and how, how deep it is and how much it speaks to everyone. So I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit more about it and the process of creating it because, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. I was wondering if you were going to ask me about this one. Mm. Um, it's a really, really big one for me and I feel like I sort of stepped into a new chapter in my art. Um, this piece with you was seated from the bushfires late last year and yeah just devastating how how much was lost um and it really really moved me i've since coming back to australia i've really been connecting to the land really wanting to make a connection to the land and to come home and then and then you know that happened it it cracked me open <laughs> And I really felt this this call to speak to it and it's the first time that I've really spoken to a very, very alive and real issue um, in, in the world. Um, so it was very felt by a lot of people when I, when I finally shared it with the world. And um, Do you want to explain just for everyone listening um, just briefly what it looks like? What yeah, you sure, sure. It's so yeah. hard to describe. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I am featured in, in the piece. I took a photo of myself laying upon the earth in deep surrender, um, hands out by the side, head, forehead down on the earth. And um, so that's at the bottom of the painting and then there's this huge sort of um, 
orb of orange to red to pink light and it to me signifies the setting sun um and then all around and sort of transparently through this setting sun is all these burning trees um and it's painted on a wooden panel so it has a very earthy feel to it um Mm. yeah and for me this piece was about really coming into integrity and to align with the earth and that which I feel I need to stand in solidarity with and it was interesting with this piece really having a strong intention and a strong message behind it I couldn't sit down for 20 minutes before I needed to go to the shops and and paint it a little bit you know I I really only sat with it when I was feeling connected to it and it's just got so much energy around it um that I was so yeah blown away by the way that it touched everyone um, who received it um because yeah it's a it was very real it is is still very real Mm. yeah thank you for sharing yeah I think it it came from such a deep place within you and I think it yeah when I look at it I feel yeah I think I remember when you when you finished it and we came downstairs and I had a look at look at it for the first time and my jaw just like dropped I just I I kind of felt like I wanted to fall to my knees you know it just gives me this sense of yeah absolute surrender and devastation and I just feel so much grief when I look at it and to me like also the setting sun that's kind of in the background um sort of signifies this the end of a cycle like the end of this not just this day but this this kind of era and we need you know the dawn of a new day is coming but we need to go through this grief and this devastation and I think it really speaks to that and yeah, I think you tapped into a, a place in a lot of people's hearts where they feel a lot of that grief around the state of the world. So, mm, yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing your medicine, Vaughn. Mm, yeah, thank you for receiving it. And I'd love to just just say a huge thank you to everyone out there who does follow my journey as an artist and who does support me and, you know, literally put pay my rent and put food on my on my plate so that I can can make the art and I do believe that we all have our own medicine and this is mine and yeah stepping into it has been an incredible journey um (laughs) I'm so honored to be able to yeah create in the world Mm. thank you Vaughn I feel like there's yeah there's so much more that we could talk about we haven't even dipped into your tattoo ceremonies or (laughs) the intentional space that you create behind that and there's a whole there's a whole story and journey to go into that but we just I don't think we have time for that today we have to do another podcast episode do another one um but yeah what what just briefly what can we sort of look forward to in the future um coming from you and your art what are some like Mm. um, yeah if you've have if you've got any kind of visions or goals that you want to share with us or Mm. if you want to keep them to yourself that's also fine too yeah there is a few that have been coming in and really clearly one has come in um I this is the first time I'm sharing about it but I would love to make a painting about shadow work and uh detangling the the skeleton within Mm. and yeah facing all of those things and and what just try to just try to visually express that um because i know that's a really important thing that we are doing um as a collective Mm -hmm. now 
So that will also be on a wooden panel and I'm pretty excited about yeah. making that. Hopefully before the end of winter, you know, yeah, I've got two weeks. Totally. But I'd, love, I'd love to start it before the next season begins and yeah, yeah amazing. very winter relevant painting. Yeah, I think it also just I'm excited. I'm so excited to see you create that as well because I feel like it's just going to depict, you know, this super wintry, wombly, internal, shadowy work that we've been fucking moving through in this house, all of us. And yeah, I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna connect to me, and I'm sure a lot of people as mm-hmm. well. So <laughs> very much look forward to seeing that, and also in the process. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's been such a joy to talk to you, Vaughn. Um, I do actually have some more. I've got about five more really juicy questions for you, which we will be continuing in the conversation over on my Patreon page. Um, so if you are a member of my Patreon community, this next part of the podcast will be posted on my Patreon page for you to listen to there. I'm going to be asking Vaughn these five questions. Are you ready, Vaughn? Are you ready to hear them? I think I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be asking Vaughn, what are you currently inspired by? Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that go on behind the scenes in the life of an artist that no one sees? So the shit you don't share on Instagram, the shit that you haven't shared here on this podcast, like all the other intricacies and complexities of what goes on. So much. So much. Um, Three things that have changed your life this year. What is currently sitting on your altar? I know you picked up something pretty random off the side of the road, (laughs) which is, yeah, going to be good to hear about. And last question is your top tips for budding artists or anyone wanting to explore their creativity, drawing or painting as a passion or potential profession? Mm, Yummy. Mm. Oh, yes, I'm in. Okay, Okay, amazing. So, yeah, I do just want to express my gratitude to my community over on Patreon. It's been such a joy seeing that space flourish and blossom over the past three weeks. And, yeah, I'm just so incredibly grateful for all of your presence there. And, yeah, thank you all so much. If you are interested in hearing the end of this conversation and hearing Vaughn's answers to those five questions um, and joining my online exclusive community, I'll leave a link to my Patreon page in the show notes below. And yeah, Patreon is just a place where I'm going to be sharing most of my content from now on. Um, I'm creating writing pieces, videos, podcasts, and sharing resources to help guide you on your journey towards inner wisdom and inner power. So and, yummy. Mm. Mm. I do just want to jump in there, Yosh. And yeah, for anyone out there who doesn't know what Patreon is, it's this incredible platform that really celebrates and fuels all different types of creators to do their work where they might actually struggle to do it in um, the current system. Yeah, in the current system. Mm. Yep. It decentralizes money mm. and, yeah, it really it really helps bring so much goodness into the world that, Aww, yeah, mm. yeah, jump on there and I'm supporting a bunch of people on there. and Yeah, me too. I love it. Yeah, you honestly, I get... I get a rush of joy when my Patreon bill comes in each month. I really do feel good knowing that I'm supporting these people doing the work that I I believe in them. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Yeah. Oh, thank you, babe. Thank you for saying that little spiel. Um, but <laughs> that before little we jump, spiel, <laughs> <laughs> little spiel. <laughs> 
Um, but before we jump over to Patreon, um, how can people find you and your work? Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. For the people who are interested in, interested in seeing your art and connecting with you. Yeah. How can well, people find you? they made it this far down the podcast they might want to check out my art because there's a lot of visuals to all these words um my my content you can find all my art on my website www.vondove.com um yeah vondove is v-o-n-d-o-v-e and i share a lot more of my life and myself and my words and this on my instagram which is just at vondove um, and on Facebook, it's vondove.art. Um, yeah, and I think I would really love to just spend just a moment um, really honouring all of the people who make this possible for me. I know I briefly touched on it before, but you really do make my world go around and it is from all of the the support, whether it's just, you know, complimenting me or encouraging me and for all the artists out there, I'm sure I speak for so many people. When you show up and you push these creative people to do the work that they so passionately want to do, it is wind in our sails and we really need it. But I have, it's gotten me through, you know. Mm. Um, so thank you to all of you. I love you so much. I absolutely love what I do and I hope to be able to do it for the rest of my life. Um, I would also love to make a, really sh- a little shout out to my uh, my In Native crew, which is my art collective that we all co-founded together uh, a couple of years back. So In Native Collective is just a really beautiful community of artists and um, we just like bounce off each other and really support each other and like, yeah, we just feed off each other. So we have also an Instagram page, In Native Collective, all one word. Um, and... Yeah, <laughs> I guess my last thank you goes to you, Yosh. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you and thank you for giving me the space to be able to share my story or at least a part of it. And um, yeah, it's, it's quite vulnerable to be able to share the depths of my soul and my work and yeah, <laughs> I hope to do it again sometime. Mm. No, absolutely. We'll have to have you back for another episode for sure. We've got so much more to talk about. Yeah, thank you so much for showing up and for sharing everything that you did. I know it will connect and speak to a lot of people. So thank you so much for being here. And just speaking of Instagram, if you do use Instagram um, and if you did enjoy this podcast episode, if you gained some inspiration or some value or you just really enjoyed the conversation that we had, um, yeah, please feel free to share this episode in your Instagram story. Um, that would really mean a lot to me to help spread the love and yeah, just get the message out there and get the conversation out there. Um, if you also wanted to leave a review or a rating, um, on your podcast app, that would be really appreciated as well. Also, I just realized um, as I was editing this episode, I accidentally said the 31st of September um, for the art giveaway. I was meaning the 31st of August, but I think now I just, I'm just going to push it back to September, give people more time. But there aren't 31 days in September, there are only 30. So the winner for the art giveaway for one, one of Vaughn's um, art pieces will be drawn on the 30th of September. So 
just clarifying that. So if you do want to be in the draw for that, make sure that you are a part of my Patreon membership community before the 30th of September. I repeat, the 30th of September. Um, And then, yeah, the winner will be drawn on the 30th of September. Oh my God, I'm not going to say that again. Awesome. (laughs) Just wanted to clarify. Thanks so much for being here. Um, Yeah, I really look forward to dropping in with you next month. Next month on the podcast, we are going to have a beautiful guest, um, a dear woman and sister. Her name is Caitlin. She's a herbalist. So we're going to be speaking all things plant medicine, herbs, flower essences and holistic health and much, much more. So I'm very much looking forward to sharing that with you next month. Um, Until then, take care and sending lots of love. See you then. Bye.